0: Hello, and welcome to The Blueprint Lifestyle Design Podcast, unpacking and applying creative design principles to help you live your maximized life. And now, ready to help you design and build your ultimate awesome future, here's your host, Andrew Lord. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Blueprint. Andrew Lord here with you where we are doing something just a little bit different. I feel like I start nearly every episode uh, with that statement. We're doing something just a little bit different. I guess that is really aligned with my personality is that I like to think outside the box. I like to do new things all the time. And so we are, we are doing something just a little bit different. Uh, just this morning, I was having a chat with my daughter who is 16, Lily. Uh, she's currently studying, she's just finished um, hairdressing and she's currently studying beauty therapy at TAFE. And for those of you who have been following me for a while, you would know that uh, I am a big fan of the TAFE system, it's an incredible system, I'll talk about that just a little bit later in the podcast, but we were talking about a homeschooling plan for her, and last week we were talking with Ortel Green, and uh, I have been having some conversations with her since that episode about our project, our homeschool summit that we want to put on, not the Australian Homeschool Summit, which I am a part of, but a specific PBL conference, uh, helping parents, homeschoolers in particular, to wrap their heads around PBL, wrap their heads around design thinking, and, you know, get a better understanding of what, um, what it's all about. And, you know, as we've been doing this, we've sort of been discussing how we really want to help parents to take a more holistic approach to education uh, and using design thinking as a model, as a framework to be able to do this. And because it's, it really is the best way to learn. It's the best way not just to learn, but to think about life in general. And so Ortal is an expert there, and uh, I look forward to be, uh, being able to share some more about her work uh, in future. But, you know, one thing that I'm constantly pulled back and forward with is that I sort of sit in that space between, you know, what NESA wants, you know, the the overarching body that um, governs how schools are and to a certain degree also governs what uh, homeschoolers have to do as well. But also thinking, you know, laterally, thinking outside the box, um, exploring interest areas. Uh, diving into education the way that it's meant to be. And so I'm sort of sitting in that space all the time, uh, you know, intention, I guess, uh, having to to keep both worlds happy. And so I wanted to do this podcast episode with you guys today, just talking about the homeschooling plan, because my daughter, she came to me, she said, I would like to get my uh, year 10 accreditation. And I said, what do you want to do that for? Um, It's kind of a waste of paper because, um, I didn't say it like this, by the way, but uh, I said, you know, Assert 3 uh, is worth more than a Year 10 certificate. She's already got one Cert three. She's about to get her second one. And I know from my experience with my other kids that a Cert three is just going to get her through the door to any tertiary qualification that she wants to enter into later on and obviously going to open up doors in the industry that she's uh, studying for as well. So um, why do you want to get your Year 10 certificate? is the the question that I'm asking and she I guess just wants to get it just to have that piece of paper you know just as a bit of a rite of passage to say that she's done it she's been homeschooling for you know 10 years Uh, she went to school probably for about six months when she was uh, I think in year six or year five or something like that but since then she's been homeschooling and I guess having a piece of paper that recognizes that is, you know, I guess that's important for a young kid. And so she asked me, you know, what do I need to do that? And I said, well, at the end of um end of this year, 2022, I think it's about February, we're due to renew our registration. So I thought, okay, let me go through what you're going to need to have. And then you can decide whether you want to pull it together or not. If you don't want to do it, that's totally fine. You're going to have two Cert 3s by then and that's going to open any doors um, to further education that you want. Uh, But if you do want to do it, if you want to go ahead and and collate all this, then yes, we can get you an interview to get your Year 10 certificate. And so I thought it'd be a useful podcast to put out there because if you're a homeschool parent listening to this, you probably want to know how this uh, process goes. So I'll just briefly run through... Uh, the the discussion that I had with her and the outcome of what we decided because uh, you might find it useful for your own homeschool program. All right, so the first thing that we did was we took a look at what she's already doing. So Lily's week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, consists of her doing her beauty therapy work at TAFE. Monday, Tuesday, she's doing uh, some work with me and some work with Sophia based on some other things that we think are important. I've taken on a bit of an extra role with the homeschooling uh, this term and hoping to continue to increase that as as my business allows. But we are focusing on maths. I've been doing that for the last few years. You know, I'm the maths guy. Sophia doesn't like doing the maths. So, um, yeah, we're focusing on maths. We're talking about investment. We're doing some work on their spelling because that's an area that I think uh, needs to improve. Uh, I've got my other daughter who's doing um, tertiary studies right now. And, you know, it just become apparent to me that, you know, just some of those spelling and grammar things, uh, those literacy skills, I just want to up those a little bit more just because I think that it positions you. People perceive you differently. Uh, when you're making lots of spelling mistakes and if you're studying online that's the only or one of the only ways that people are perceiving you is through what you write. So um, I think it's important for her to position herself in that way with, um, with better spelling. So we're doing some work on that. We're doing some work as a group there. Uh, and the other big project that we're kind of working on is, is based around movies. So we're doing a whole bunch of historical movies. And my kids love watching movies, so we're sort of leveraging that. We're picking a historical movie uh, to watch pretty much from the 20th century. We're limiting it to that. And we're doing that every single week. And uh, we've come up with a little template, which, uh, again, another area that I think that they need to work on is some of their computer skills could do with some uh, brushing up. So we've created a little uh, template where they generate a report uh, each week based on the film that they've watched. And it's a historical film. And often with historical films, there's a scientific element to it as well. The film that we're watching this week Uh, It's called The Current War and it's about Tesla and Westinghouse and uh, forget the name of the other guy because we haven't watched it yet. But, um, you know, we're looking into that film and it's got all sorts of science about AC, DC, electricity, you know, how electricity is generated, how electricity is transported, all sorts of other, you know, just general knowledge science stuff in there as well. So, although those projects... um, we're kind of taking a holistic approach to all of those different things that we're doing, like investing, uh, a movie uh, review, all of those different sorts of things. The way Nessa is going to want to see it, or the way the authorized person who is representing Nessa is going to want to see it at the end of the year when we come and we look at, um, you know, what have you done for your homeschooling program. Uh, Obviously, uh, we have stuck to a certain degree to our program that we put forward to uh, register to get registered, but for anyone who's been homeschooling for any length of time, you would know that you don't 100% stick to your program. You take opportunities, you take learning opportunities as they emerge, and you know two years is a long period of time in the life of um, you know, of a, a growing and developing student, and so you know it's bound to change over the course of those two years so when they come to do the assessment this is what we are going to be sharing with them so lily right now is doing a year 11 maths uh, workbook she's um, it's an excel based workbook produced by pascal press and she's just going through that and i really like that one because it has a lot of real life practical maths in it. She's doing taxation, she's doing commission and piecework, she's doing all sorts of financial maths right now. And um, we went through, before she did that, um, we went through a year nine text resource and we didn't, we started it i think back when she was in year eight but we just went through it really slowly really methodically and the way kids do math at school is that they you know they rush through it really quickly and they sort of it's like throwing mud at a wall they sort of teachers sort of hope that some of it sticks and at the end of two weeks or three weeks when that unit is finished they do a little test and, you know, some kids might get 50% in that test, which means that 50% stuck, but they don't stay with that 50%. They don't use that test as a, as a way to go back and fix the areas that were not understood. They just say, sorry, we've got to keep moving because the program says we're going to keep moving. That's the way it works in schools. Homeschoolers don't have those sorts of limitations. All right, they look at that 50% and say, all right, well, our glass is half full, let's try and um, bring it up to 80 or 90 to a a satisfactory level where we can say, okay, I think you understand this and we can move forward. So that's what we did with the year nine tech. So we used a fairly traditional uh, resources, our stimulus but then use that to come up with all sorts of other extra activities uh, branching off that so that Lily got a, a really good understanding. And Crystal went through that uh, as well. And she's, um, she's going back through it now in, in a lot more depth. She's, Crystal's a bit younger, for those of you who don't know our family. Um, all right, so the maths kind of sits out there on its own, but I'm really happy with how that's being done. Lily enjoys it, and uh, she covers it in a really comprehensive way. Now, I should say that when I develop a program, if you haven't seen how I develop a program, you should go to blueprinteducationsolutions.com.au forward slash HS help. That's blueprinteducationsolutions.com.au forward slash HS help. Check out my video on how I do my programming there, and what you'll see is that uh, I talk about Project-based learning as being the, it's like the baseline. It's what you build your program on. And then it's kind of like making a meal. All right. So if I was to make a, a menu for the week, I would make, you know, have some lasagna with some salad and maybe uh, some pasta and vegetables. You can see I've got Italian people in my family. Uh, what else could we have? We could have, you know, um, a vegetable pie we could have my mind's drawn blank on on cooking now but anyway lots of diverse meals that have got all the different food groups uh, put in them that's how we would create our, our our menu and then if we feel that we're lacking then you might consider taking a supplement like if we're thinking we're low in iron or low in magnesium or something like that we might try and boost up our diet with a supplement that's kind of how I go about my homeschool programming as well. All right, I do all the the big work, the heavy lifting as much as we can do uh, with projects, but then things like um, a math textbook can become a supplement to add to what what you're trying to cover, just to make sure that you've got everything that you wanted to cover covered. All right, so I hope hope that makes sense. That that framework. So. In order to prepare for the interview, to prepare Lily for this interview that she's going to have at the end of the year, I said, you need to have a portfolio of work. And although we don't um, specifically go out to tick all these boxes because, you know, we're holistic educators, we that's what they're going to want to do. And as I said right back at the beginning, we have to be able to sit comfortably, maybe not so comfortably all the time, but, you know, we have have to feel that we're confident in this space between all right big thinking holistic project based learning on one end of the spectrum and on the other end of the spectrum you know addressing these boxes that NESA or whoever your governing authority is wants to tick and so that's what I did with Lily we drew six boxes on a piece of paper we said maths English science hizzy PdHPE and you know something else, some other elective that you need to to cover, they're the things that we're going to want to address. And so we brainstormed a little bit about the last part, Uh, I think we've done technology because technology really links well into design based projects, so it's really easy to cover technology. So that's what we had originally as our heading on the box for that last box. But then she said, what about music? And as I'm recording this podcast right now, she's out there uh, doing an online piano lesson. She's been doing that for, you know, the last several months, six months or so. And she absolutely loves it. You know, whenever she comes home from TAFE or comes home from work or... She jumps on the piano and she just loves to get some of her frustration banging out onto the keys. And um, it's awesome to hear because she's just found something that she's really passionate about. She said, you know, as I was drawing this box, she said, what about music? Could that go there? And I said, absolutely. You know, creative arts has drama, music and visual arts as, you know, the, the substrands there definitely we can put music in there and you can easily put together some recordings um, you know some little videos to show the authorized person that will definitely tick that box as that body of work so that's an easy one to tick off all right so we've got the maths one that's easy to tick off because she's just doing it from a workbook we've got the music one that's easy to tick off because she's doing her piano lessons So let's look now at this project. I told you earlier that we're doing this history project where we're watching a movie. Our kids love movies. And um, we're going to do a little review on that each week. And we've got a wall in the hallway that we're still renovating, hasn't been painted yet. And so I've drawn, I've got masking tape and it's like about three or four meters long and I've got masking tape and put a big line across the hallway and I've drawn with a texture on that masking tape and marked it off every I think it's about 40 centimeters a decade you know 1900 1910 1920 and so on all the way up to 2020. And so we're looking specifically at the 20th century. And the first project they did was look up all the different fashions, because these guys are into uh, clothes a a lot, uh, more than I am definitely. (laughs) Um, So they went and looked at all the different uh, fashions from all the different decades, and they got really excited about that. They just printed out. um, They wanted to make a Pinterest board, which, you know, your kids might want to do too. I said, no, don't do that. You'll get, uh, it's it's a rabbit hole. You don't want to fall down. Let's just Grab a word document, copy and paste your images onto that and I want you to print out some samples and I want you to stick them up here on the wall. Uh, so they did that and then last uh, week we watched uh, Operation Mincemeat which was about uh, you know, a project that the British intelligence uh, were doing. They were um, trying to get secret documents, fake secret documents to the Nazis so that the Nazis would divert all of their attention to Greece instead of where they were really planning to invade which was uh, Sicily, and so they moved uh, they you know ended up finding a corpse and uh, anyway i won 't ruin the story for you it 's worth watching Operation Mincemeat. We watched that, and they um, uh, they produced a, a little report based on the template uh, that we've uh, put together. And that just gets printed on A5 and that just gets stuck up on our timeline. 1943 was the year, so we draw a line and we stick that up on the timeline. And we're just going to keep doing that. But the great thing about that little project is if we look into English, that's part of our English as well. Now, I've told Lily that she's uh, probably going to need to do some essay samples. And so I'm going to give her some essay samples just to add to that English box to round out uh, the work that she's done. She's got an English workbook, she's doing her movie reviews and some essay samples. They're gonna be her three staples that tick that English box and I'm 100% convinced that that's gonna be uh, enough. And I particularly want her to do the essay work because uh, with Emmy going through, we've seen how uh, it's it's such a, a great asset to have the skills to be able to to do a good essay when you're going into uh, university studies. All right, now let's look at science. Now, we don't do a lot of science in our family, in our homeschooling work, but we do really value scientific thinking. So critical thinking, the ability to be able to experiment. So she's going to be able to, Get samples from the work that she's doing in her beauty therapy course. She's looking at you know skin types, hair follicles, you know how they grow, uh, all sorts of different um, uh, different biology aspects that she's going to be able to put in there from the courses that she's been doing. She plans probably to move into massage therapy, and you know she'll be studying the human body a lot more as she goes. So that aspect of science is covered. So we're just going to grab some samples. Uh, from her TAFE work, put it into a folder, and that's going to be her part of her portfolio for science. We're also going to be consciously, when we choose our films, going back to this film project, which is why I'm so excited about it, um, we're going to be choosing some films a lot of historical films that you see they have a scientific element to it so if you're just thinking about you know hidden figures or Apollo 13 or October Sky you know there's all sorts of scientific developments that are also historical developments the two really go hand in hand so we're going to do our um, movie reviews they're going to be a part of our history but in our English, they're also going to be part of our science as well. And the way that she's going to extend that is she's going to pick just a couple of those films, maybe three of the films that we study that have a scientific um, element to them. And she's going to use that to create a mini assignment on a particular aspect of science that she wants to study. Okay, I hope that makes sense. I'll give you an example. Uh, so this week, the film on the list is The Current War, like I said, uh study about electricity. She's going to have to understand AC and DC current or, or do some more research on that um, to figure out, you know, why was one more expensive than the other. And she's going to go all down, you know, how does a circuit work? She's going to do a mini assignment all about electricity. And she's going to dig deep on that particular aspect of science based on the movie as a stimulus, all right? And by the end of this year, she will have three, I've asked her to get three mini assignments where she has dug deep on a particular aspect of science using the the film that we've studied as a stimulus, all right? I hope that makes sense. Like I said before, we, we don't do a lot of uh, science in the traditional way in our house, but we do value scientific thinking. But this gives you gives her a way to, you know, just dig deep on on and explore some of those concepts just a little bit deeper. Alright, so that takes us now to HISI. We've got the HISI timeline, which I've talked about already, the mini reports, which I've talked about already. Um, She's got a little geography book that she's just working through on the side and one of Lily's big goals is after, you know, probably when she's 18, she wants to do some world travel. And so she's done this as a project before but she never gets tired of doing it so we're going to keep doing this and I think it'll be a great um, uh, work sample for her to, to present is planning out a world trip, you know, we have a big world map on our kitchen table and we sort of look at it and got a little bit depressing when COVID was on and, and, you know, no one could travel anywhere, but, um, talking about where we could go and, and what sort of people are there and, um, what sort of foods you could enjoy and all, all the different aspects, um, of travel, but it's, it's sort of just like dreaming, you know, goal setting. And, um, I do believe that Lily will travel one day. And so I think that is something that, um, is really positive for her to work towards. So that's the hizzy folder. We're gonna have timeline, mini reports, world trip and the geography book. The PDHPE, she's also gonna have samples from hairdressing. Uh, So just samples of her coursework and also a fitness plan. Now she sort of rolled her eyes at this one. She does a little bit of fitness naturally, you know, just going out and walking, that sort of thing. But I just wanted her to, you know, create a document that says, this is my fitness plan, this is my plan for healthy eating, this is my plan for making sure that I uh, am getting enough exercise, and this is my plan for some uh, things that I'm going to look at in terms of personal development as well. And so that's going to be the PDHPE uh, component covered really simply. And that's it, you know, she'll be able to put that together in the next, what are we now, August, so September, October, November, three months she's got, December, probably won't do much in December, January, February, it'll be there for her to um, work on if she wants to, but she'll probably be moving into the next phase we will book that interview early next year and she can sit down it's like a half hour interview if that with the authorized person online and uh, that's her year 10 certificate like i said not something i think that she necessarily needs to get but a rite of passage that i think she thinks is important so i'm going to support her in the process to getting there now As you know, I want to add as much value to my podcast episodes as I can. One resource that we use is a document that I've put together, I've shared it with a whole bunch of families that I help get registered, Uh, and it's just a list of history movies. There's probably about, I don't know, 15 uh, different movies on the G and the PG page, and then probably another 15 different movies on the M page. And then as we uh, continue to develop this throughout this project, I'm going to keep, you know, adding to that list, keep updating that list. So if you would like to get that, there's going to be a link just below wherever you're listening to this podcast. You'll be able to click on that, enter your name and email, and I will send that off to you as a resource. And if you want to get some extra help, there'll be another link just wherever you're listening to this podcast where you can get my help embedding this. Uh, process into your homeschool program and just one more thing before I wrap up as I said on this podcast uh, the staple of how I do my homeschooling is project-based learning if you haven't considered project-based learning or if you are doing it but you're struggling with it just a little bit you need to check out the project space page there's also a link on that page where you'll be able to join a webinar with me where I go through the whole Uh, full tour of project space. And I'd love to have you join me on that. I do that each Tuesday. All right, that's all from me for today. Hope you're having a wonderful week. Look forward to hearing you in the comments. Bye for now.